What's up and welcome back to episode 86 of Propel's Talk presented to you by Boot Crew Media and Company Burger. Company Burger located at 4600 for Red Street. My God, what a Company Burger sound terrific today after that Brandon Ingram game winner. Um, join in the studio with Ross Tivano if you're watching or subscribe. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. I'm excited for everybody that's in the room right now. So Ross at the game last night. Um, let's well, give it to me. Initial reactions. How, how awesome was that? Just incredible. One of the, so a much, a better crowd than I was expecting. Really? Cause I had, uh, someone tweeted me, uh, it looked or texted me that it uh, looked bad. Yeah. But, but for some reason, the whole, like everyone that was there was around the court. Good. All the floor seats, it felt like were feel, filled. Yeah. A lot of the lower bowl stuff. So I don't know what was happening upstairs. Don't care. But pretty good atmosphere, especially late. It felt like, I mean, it, it felt good in there. Ingram was incredible. He was just incredible. He was incredible. Can I talk about Brandon Ingram? Go for it. Okay. So, um, yeah, Brandon Ingram. Uh, he's a, uh, in my, he's, he's just a special talent. Um, and so I think you know that I've defended him for a while now. And there was a tweet last night. I, I was genuinely just so happy for Brandon Ingram, right? He, he's he's a guy that's drama-free. You hear it all the time. He's the hardest worker in the building. Uh, he plays through injury. He works his ass off. He, he says all the right things in the post-game you know, press conference or pre-game press conference. He's that guy, you know? And it's... It, it, you can tell me all your crunch number bullshits and, and you know, he's a terrible shot maker late in the game. I don't care. What I do care about is that that dude shows up every night. He works his ass off. And for the last three years, he's averaged 25 points per game. He's shot in 40% from deep. He's an all-star. He's an all-star. Like he's an all-star. Even, like not this even a fringe team. all-star. He's an all-star. This is his team. Oh God. Yeah. How incredible was he last night? It was great. I mean, he, he, you know, we had a conversation. I feel like it was maybe a month ago, a little more than that. And, and Offner sat in here, and I think he said, when was the last time that you could, you know, that mm. Ingram took over? He fucking took over the game yesterday. So I don't know when the last time he did it before that was. But took it over. Was, I mean, he took it was, over the game. Give so me the I, ball. Get out of the way. Yeah. We're going to win this game. So B.I., he hits a three. Next possession, hits a three plus and one. Mm. It has a B.I. B.I. actually turns it over yeah, and then over. hits the game winner. So, well, actually, if you're watching on YouTube, I'll roll the clip here. Did you see like just the reaction? Oh, it was great. The, it was the team, there's, it, we say that I say this every time and I don't, I don't want it to become like, I, I don't want it to become numb to people. Yeah. The difference between this year and last year, like it, it it's palpable when you're in there. For instance, I'm, I'm there with a couple guys. It was our first games of the year. Mm -hmm. The guys that went to the game with yesterday. They're watching in pregame as Alvarado, Josh Hart, and someone else are juggling the basketball like a soccer ball for like four minutes, having fun, cutting up, yeah, just genuinely enjoying themselves. And I, I was like, you know, somebody might interpret that as like, oh, we're, here we are jacking around before the game or whatever, but it's not. Because one of these head coaches, like the one you had last year, it's a no fun deal. Nobody's having any fun. Right. These guys are... Go just go. I, I I implore anyone just go watch one game and get there early enough for pregame. And you tell me if the team likes each other, if they respect each other, if there's kind of a mutual thing going on. The camaraderie with this bunch is definitely like nothing I've seen in, in the last 
10 years with the they, Pelicans. I mean, they, it's incredible. It's they like each other. Oh, my God. And yeah. Do you remember, and I don't mean to call him out, but Scott Kushner last year, remember we got, a, I'm, if you don't really know me, I'm a coach. Um, Scott Kushner said, and I won't forget it, that coaching does not matter in this league. And I thought that was one of the dumber comments I've ever, because I, I respect, I respect uh, Scott. I, I like his work. I think he does a great job covering the team. I think he's real. I think he's a hundred percent, you know, real. Um, but to tell me that, that coaching doesn't matter, it does. And Willie Green's a perfect example. I mean, he's, he has come in. It's been six months for us and has completely changed this team. Yeah. Yes. They started off one and 11, but that guy positivity. Right, positivity. Let's keep working. Let's keep grinding. Let's keep grinding. They got better the next month. They got better the next month. Now they're in January. Now they have a chance to playoffs. They have a chance to playoffs. And I understand we, you know, it's the 10 seed. What are we gonna do? Yeah. But you can't tell me that being that 10th or 9th seed won't make a difference in years to come. I think they, they gotta play those important games. They have to, Ross. Brandon Ingham's never played in those important games. You, we talk about I, this all yeah, the time, but like we have we have a difference in opinion on the the whole like yes. the nine play at ten. I think maybe, I think I getting think in nine, is important. I think me. I think getting the nine or ten seed means almost nothing. But mm-hmm. it's, it, that's whatever we can we can disagree. I understand what you're saying. There's value in playing those games. I think going play that one game playoff and losing it versus not getting there. I don't think it makes a huge difference. What does make a difference is what you're seeing. We're not yes. just going to get fucking blown out. The guys are. When's the last time we got blown out? Like from four quarters. And like I know Milwaukee won by Bucks 18. Pulled though. away from us late. But exactly. Pulled that. away from late. But you were in the game with the Jazz, Toronto. You were in, in the, the game. game with the Suns. You barely lost. To the, it's 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 that fight. And Ingram even said it last night in his post game thing was uh, right after the game when you said you know we've been in a lot of these games. It's right. not, and they know it. You don't think they're talking about that? It's like man, we're in these fucking games even without Zion. They're not. I mean, they look. They're the these are the guys that are there. They're not worried about Zion. But I'm saying to you, without you know, without our once in a generation talent, like we're in all of these games, yep. and that's what's important. This yep. is not a lost season. This is not no. a look at next year. This is a we are getting better. The team is growing both on and off the court. Clearly, there's something good happening with with Willie Green and, and that whole thing. So getting the 10 seed, not getting it, but it's playing these type of games and winning a few of them. That's more important than anything else. Yeah. Because you know, last year and even under Gentry, we've had struggles late in the fourth quarter. And even this year we've had struggles, but as of late, they've been a lot better. Um, and, and that's not just Brandon Ingham. It's also Josh Hart. That's Herb Jones. That's Jonas Valanciunas. You wanted to say something? A guy I've been hard on that yes. played really well last night, kept the ball moving. Naw played really well last really night. Really well. He made some great Seven assists, passes. I think. Yep. Seven assists. I tweeted, Nikhil Alexander-Walker was fantastic. And why? He shot, I think going into the fourth quarter, he attempted three shots. And took, I said, this is the best game he's played all year. Took five for the game. Took five uh, for the game. He made smart decisions. I think he had a, a late turnover or whatever. But he made smart decisions. He slowed the game down. He didn't try to do too much. He got people in the right position. I, I felt like we got him going a little bit in transition where he, yeah. he, we, he was in a, a couple of good spots in transition, made a couple of really good passes. And that, that kind of stuff matters because it sort of takes the the clamps off of like a, t- a defense set up, trying right. to do too much. Just get out, right. get out and play basketball. Right. And uh, I, I thought he played really well yesterday. Um, Hayes, a lot of energy, <sighs> a lot of energy. He played really well. Uh, a, a guy that didn't shoot it great, but I felt like made an impact in other ways. Graham. 
Yeah, Devontae's one of those guys that he can be 0 for 9 through the first three quarters and the fourth quarter he's going to show up. Yeah, and he keeps the ball moving. Uh, it doesn't stick. He's he's kind of he's active. Right. Both offensively and defensively. He just he didn't shoot it well yesterday, but it felt like like you didn't notice. You didn't know, but like you're I am also confident when he does shoot it though. I, I'm not like, oh, it's a terrible yeah. shot. You know, like I, I'm like, I want him to shoot the basketball. Um so and, you know, I, I thought he was great. Yeah, and then in the other, and forth. And then the other guy that, you know, there's no we, we obviously are big fans of him. I thought Herb Jones didn't have his best defensive game. He got kind of caught up in a couple screens early on. Um with 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 Garden Russell, he just caught himself in some weird spots. Like, yeah, it's tough. And I swear, some of that has to do with guys being left-handed, and you're like not used to guarding left-handed. It's, it's I swear to God, it's part of it. But uh, I felt like he got caught up on a few screens and just maybe a, a step out of position. And Russell hit a couple open threes. Other than that, he played okay. But four huge free throws, four for four from the line. That's massive. Late crunch time, crunch time free throws, and two for two from three. If if this guy shoot, it, it's hard to like quantify it. If he's going to make those shots, he's not going to shoot 100% from the line, 100% from three. That's no. not what we're saying. If he becomes a functional catch-and-shoot three-pointer in that 40% range and shoots 80% from the line, this guy's going to fucking start for 15 years. <laughs> he really is. He is, I'm telling you, Herb Jones, every night, I, th- I forget someone who would tweet this uh, the other night, but it, it seems like Herb Jones adds something yeah. to his bag every game. And there was a there was a play, I think, early second quarter, maybe. He had made those two threes, right? Mm-hmm. And ball gets swung to him in the corner. And I think it was a long closeout. I forget who was uh it was Nas Reed running at him. And instead of Herb Jackin, pump fakes it, one dribble, boom, dunk. And it's just like this guy he would that shows that he's seeing the play before it happens, right? So he's like, Okay, if Nas Reed's gonna come out and guard me and close out long on me, I've already hit a couple. I'm just going to simply pump fake him, drive baseline, it's going to be a dunk, and he does it. He is one of the smarter players in this league, and he's 22, 23. I know yeah. he's a four-year guy, man. I mean, he, I'm telling you, the kid's special, and like you said uh, a couple podcasts ago, he's cheap, and yeah. he's cheap for the next three years. I was really happy we brought uh, Gary Clark back. I would love to see shooting fifty percent. Yeah, I mean, if you, like, I would like to just throw him in an open gym and back. Hey, here's hundred balls and just see how many he makes by himself. That guy's a knockdown shooter. You know, he kind of reminds me. He reminds me like He reminds a little bit of uh, Darius Miller, but like, he, a like bit, yeah. You know, he's got like that line drive, but like it's on point every time. Yeah. There's no like beautiful yeah, art. Yeah, it's, it's like not, it's, not. it's like um, a high release and like. Ping. Yeah, but it just kudos to him. I mean, it's look, he's a guy that I mean, I remember him. But I feel like he was maybe with the Rockets a few years back. Um, but I mean, it's just he bounced went around. Yeah, no, just, bounced around. Terrible. He's always been kind of just a, a guy that sits out there. But I mean, just to come in after having not played meaningful games yeah. and just knock down shots. I mean, that, that shit makes such a big difference, man. His he, he, he shots the corner three too. He loves that corner three. Stretches the floor um, out and you make it. One guy we haven't talked about, and I, I don't know like how to. I'm shocked that we're talking about him this you know, halfway through the season is Jose Alvarado. Yeah. Am I, am I saying he's this guy that's going to be the backup point guard? No, no, but he does bring a little toughness and, and energy and IQ to the team. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, every time he's on the court, Ross, he's productive. Yeah. He's guarding motherfuckers. 94 feet. Okay. That, he is he's guarding. A he's, he's a, a he's, pain in the ass. He's got the TJ McConnell thing where it's, it's, he's not, I don't think he's quite as big as McConnell, so it's not like no. he, he can. He's not I'm as close. he's not as versatile. Um, but if he can get a little stronger, he just he's a pest. He's an annoyance. He's yes. an he's an annoyance. Um, 
and you know when he's out there. He's he's a he's a guy that's making him his presence felt one way or the other. Yeah, and I mean it. It's all you can ask for from a guy that you you know you picked up after the draft or whatever he was a late second round or whatever he was. Yeah, I th- think about that. You've got guys like Herb Jones and Alvarado that are playing, and they're not and, and they're not killing you. I mean, think about that. Most rookies kill you. I'm serious. Even the good ones, they kill you. I com- they don't know how to play. They they get just crushed on defense. They they've got their basketball IQ is 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 not anywhere close to where it needs to be, and that's that's an indictment on college basketball and just how shitty of a product it is. But the fact that we have two guys that were not these highly coveted guys that are playing every night. Do you know the difference between Herb Jones, Jose Alvarado, and Trey I do. Murphy? I do. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know. They're four-year guys. Both, both four-year all, guys. And, and, and both all defense in their conference. Yeah. I'm sorry. MVP, defensive MVPs in their conference. Yeah. Makes and a difference. You, get, you know how to play the defense. The ACC and SEC. You know, how to mean, make, you know how to play defense. There's a spot for you. I mean, you saw it last year. I mean, I mean. I love March Madness. I know college is a, is a basketball is not the greatest uh, of products, but I watched Jose Alvarado take over the ACC championship last mm-hmm. year. And he just he he's a, he's a guy that's smart. He plays hard, um, gets the guys in the right spots. Doesn't really force too much. Understands the game. Understands who who he needs to get the ball to. And he's been really he hasn't hurt the team. That's what I'm saying. No, he hasn't hurt the team at all. He's been fine. That's all you can ask for. That's, that's all, all you can ask for. Literally all you and, can ask for. And that's why I hate the whole, well, if we tank, we'll get a top five pick. Those top five picks? <laughs> Who's like, are you, it's not a bona fide, like, that top five pick is going to change your franchise. You find those guys, I understand that, you know, they're few and far between, but the Herb Jones, Draymond there's always Greens, value. There, there's those value, guys. There's value out there. You don't. You don't. Make, you may not get the the star that you you can get early in the right, draft, but you can get. But there's value in basketball players. And I mean, it, it just. I, I hate. To, like I said, I know me and you have talked about this, like focusing on the guys that are actually playing for. I, I get all that. It just it's hard not to imagine if if what a healthy this with a healthy side. It, it's just hard not to let your mind slip there and be like, man. And there's frustration in that. Let still. me ask you this. Do you, I wanted to tweet this last night, but I didn't. Do you think Zion's watching? Gotta be. I mean, he's got. If he if he's not, then what's the point? I mean, he's he's got to be watching because there's there's something fun happening with the team. I mean, it's not we're not going to win an NBA, NBA championship this year. I don't. I still don't think we're going to make the playoffs. But like, there's something fun, and that's that was really one of the things that bothered me. I know some people like it was sort of a mixed bag for for some people being excited about him leaving and going doing his own thing with the team. I know Griffin said. You know, he was having success yeah. in the offseason doing it like that. That's right. that's great. Whatever. Whatever gets the guy healthy. I'm fucking here for. Yeah. It the the, the part that I was sort of like, uh, you know, discouraged by is like, man, there's something good happening with the team. And I, I, I wish he was being a part of it, even as just a just to see him on right the bench now, and like hype people. Yeah, up. Yes. Yeah. Every time out, the guys are. And so it's, it's weird that, yeah. you know, like he's missing out on some of that. And I wonder if, I wonder if you can if you can come in late and join it. You know, it's I don't know. It's it. it I'll say this hard to explain. I, a yeah, bit. I miss watching him play. I mean, I'm 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 over the whole. You know, he's hurt all the time and he doesn't want to be here and his stepfather and all that bullshit. I miss watching number one play for sure. And it's hard to imagine. It's it's. it's I mean, this team and the way they play is infectious, right? So like. Yeah, it, everybody that's on that court is balls to the wall, playing as fucking hard as possible. And it, it, you don't think that you don't think that would trickle down to Zion Williamson? It, I think it would. Know? I think it would. And the, the ball moves a lot. <sighs> Everybody's touching it. Um, I mean, Valanciunas has been just a like just a breath of fresh oh, air right? to have He's a center great. that can 
do some of the things he can do. Um, He's been awesome. It, it just, it is. I, I don't know how else to say it. it. It's hard not to let your mind slip to like, man, if Zion was part of this, what, like, then what? Right. Because I, I, I'm sitting here saying that, yeah, I don't think we even get the 10 seed this year. Healthy Zion. I mean, I think you're looking at, I mean, you're, you're, you're really, you could be close to a top six team in the league. I think you are a top six team in the league with a healthy Zion this year. And so it, it and that, yeah. and that's the, that's the piss off, right? Because everybody, the whole, what was the whole yeah. thing? We're like, Oh, we did all this stuff in the off season and blah, blah, blah. Well, like no one expects your best player to get hurt. Right. Like nobody expects, like right. it's like we went in thinking like, ah, Zion's going to show up unhealthy and get hurt. Well, like, no, that's not what you thought. And, right. and so now it's, it, you know, all of that frustration and all of that, that planning and all, everything else. It's like, I don't, I, it's hard to imagine, but you go to that game last night and, and watch it and then think to yourself, man, you had a healthy Zion to this. I don't know. Fuck. I know, I know it's not somebody that people are real excited to come down here and play. Yeah. Uh, and they're not excited to play, play them right now. I mean, this isn't, you know, last year's team. The, these guys show up every night. Doesn't matter who's dressing out. You know, you've had people, you know, Josh Hart's been out. Brandon Ingram's been out. JV's been out. Zion's been Doesn't matter. Those guys show up every night. And that's something that like, as to your point, they're fun to watch. Are oh, they frustrating? Yeah. Hell yeah. Is it frustrating? Absolutely. But my God, the difference between last year and this year, and that and that's a testament to Willie Green. 100%. And that's why coaching matters. Last year, you, you no one wanted to show up because they hated the guy that they would. Mm-hmm. They'll miserable. do like they're miserable. They were miserable. They'll do anything for this man. And I, you know, we talk about the offseason all the time. I think Jay, looking back at the offseason, you know, this this franchise got destroyed. Do you remember? I mean, all these national media, like terrible offseason. They failed the offseason. Lonzo, all this stuff. They actually, if you look at it, Jonas Valanciunas, very good trade. Devontae Graham, pretty decent signing. Josh Hart, the contract and the signing, pretty fucking good. Willie Green, really fucking good. Did we say it last The draft, time? pretty good. Nailed the head coach. And, 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 and when you're a fringe, I mean, look, I, I get it. We, we talked about it. You can make an argument that on the, in the, the very top tier, eh, maybe, maybe coaching doesn't matter quite as much maybe i mean we can have that conversation like does it matter who's coaching you know the warriors i i don't know it might not matter quite as much but you better believe in, in along the periphery on the fringes it makes a big ass difference i've said for a long time if a lot of these spurs teams that kind of always linger around they're always kind of 500 and everything you flip greg popovich with uh with whoever and that, those teams <laughs> suck yeah, like the coaching matters on the periphery, unquestionably, and I think you're seeing that with Willie Green right now. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, talk, talk me through. You were at the game last night. I want to hear more of it. Would you think? Would you think of the fan experience? Would you think of the crowd and 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 your overall thoughts? Because I've been to a couple, um, and they're starting to get a little better with the fan experience, but it could be a way better, dude. Yeah, no not great. Um, and I mean, I hate, and I, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. In, in terms of overall uh, in-game experience, not great. Yeah. It, 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 I mean, there's just nothing to write home about, nothing that you're going to say, I'm going to go back because I had such a great time. Right. But when we're playing well, it, it's a, it is a small but engaged fan base. It is. It, it is. It is. I, I, agree. I would love to see it get to a bigger number. The people that are there give a shit. Like I mean, they're, you, they're in that you game. can't argue that like the people that are showing up yeah. are not sitting there eating their popcorn, having a cocktail, talking to their old lady. Like they're in the game, which, and, I, which I love. And so it's like, what do you do? Right. I mean, the stadium's not full, but the people that are going up, going there Tuesday at seven o'clock, I mean, they were into the shit. And so it's like, that makes it fun. Like I said, I mean, I know it doesn't look great on TV. It probably didn't even look that great sitting in the stands, but 
in the fourth quarter, I mean, it felt like you were into something here. And, yeah. and so that makes it fun. And so it just be, it would be nice to get, and maybe look, and may, the Saints are now out of it. Unfortunately, that, you know, bad situation this weekend. Maybe now the Saints are done. It starts to, you know, it, it starts to pick up. It starts it's to usually, pick up how it goes. usually how it goes. But no, I, I'm glad you brought that up, Ross, because this fan base, like a lot of incredible fans, like they have the support. So I hate hearing, oh, they should move to Seattle or, you know, bottom in attendance. These guys, like all the fans care. I was in the spaces last night. There's over 350 people in these spaces. Like, yeah. There's a lot of people that love this franchise and they're starting to finally get back to enjoying it. We're not talking. Remember like in the off seasons, all the negativity with Zion and all this, and even leading up to the seasons, all negativity and the Jackson Hayes situation happened and Lonzo ball. I feel like now we're talking basketball and we're enjoying the product. Are they winning? And you, if you're a random fan, like, Oh, the 15 and 26, they fucking yeah. suck. Well, no, they don't like, you're not watching. Yeah, you're not watching. You don't understand where we started and where we are now. I mean, one in 11 was brutal. That, yeah. that was two months ago yeah. and people stuck around because yeah. Willie Green's like, just stick with us. Just that we're, we're grinding. We're growing. We're building something. And it's starting, you're starting to see it more and more now. Yeah. I mean, since that, since then you're a 500 team over, uh, you know, over whatever that is over 30 games, you yeah. basically what, like 15 and 15 since then, since the bad start. And, and it, 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 you know, which is, I think about what, what is probably what you should have been closer to. I mean, I think this is an around 500, probably a little below 500 team. I mean, without the bad start and, and, and in a lot of the games, it's not a, it's not a 15 and 26 team. That's just no. fucking train. No. Like just getting steamrolled every night. It's, it, it's games like last night. I mean, if we'd have lost last night, it'd have been disappointing, but it wouldn't have felt, as demoralizing as some of those games that we've both been through, been to a lot over the last few years where we've left them where it's like, man, a third quarter, like, am I going to beat the traffic? Get the hell out of here. Yeah. And so then we got no shot to win this game. And that's one thing I loved about this team. So Minnesota came in, I was actually at that game a month ago and just beat the ever loving shit out of this team. They lost by like 25. They were, they should have lost by 30. I think they, they lost by like 16 or 18 or whatever it was. But at some points the game was like a 30 point game. And they came back in a month later like, fuck that. You ain't doing that to us again. You ain't punking us. That's one thing. I was like, Zion's laughing around. Brantley, they're all having a good time. And like, we're down third. They meant business last night. They were the most energized team the last two games. Yep. Toronto, they let one slip. And that was a tough one without Josh Hart. Um, and then they they finished business at home uh, against Minnesota. And now they have a Clippers team who's banged up. Coming, coming into the blender. We've destroyed them the last two mm-hmm. games. Like, this is... this. I, you know, we got through that brutal stretch of Golden State, Utah, and um, was Phoenix. It? Phoenix. Got through it one and two. Thank or one and two. Thank God, <laughs> Curry and, and Draymond sat out. But whatever, I don't care. And now you're starting to see it. You're, I know you have that Eastern Conference stretch, stretch of at uh, New York, at Boston, those type of teams. But those are winnable games. Mm-hmm. So, you know, playoffs, playoffs. Playoffs are in sight. I know. You got to stay healthy. You got to stay, stay healthy. healthy. That's always the biggest thing. So um, I do want to talk about one guy before we get to uh, fan questions, Jackson Hayes. In his last eight games, shooting 65% from the field, 80% from the free throw line, averaging 10 points, four and a half rebounds, one block per game. Um, we talked about him last podcast, and we've been very hard on him. And it's not just been us. It's been the entire Pelicans nation has been very hard on him. But you got to give this guy credit. You got to give him credit. He's clearly he's putting some work. He's gotten his mind right. And he's playing really, really good basketball right now. He's a guy. And it, again, it's one of those things where when you watch the same team over and over, you sort you like, you pick up on stuff. 
when he plays well, it's it's really infectious because he's just mm-hmm. so damn energetic. And and we've and it and we've almost like faulted him for the energy to a certain point, right? Because it, when it's well, not the, controlled, the Instagram, the Instagram, energy, yeah. That's and when it's thinking. not controlled, right? We, we talked about it last time. Yeah, it's great to just catch that, you know, a rim roll, and he, he just is going 100 miles an hour, and, and it's a turnover, or it's a charge, and a lot of it, it. When it's going well, and he's he's able to channel it a little more controlled, yeah. it's just infectious because he's 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 like a deer, man. He's run up and down the court fast as hell. He's everywhere. He's long. I mean, obviously, you're getting some of the energy plays, the dunks, the blocks, things like that. He's a guy that when when he and, and you're starting to see it when it gets a little more controlled, it's re, it's, it's value. There's value there. He's a guy that can play every night and make a difference. Yeah, no, for sure. And we've talked about having a point guard for him, and him and uh, Alvarado have a nice little. Uh, you know, big man game on uh, the PNR and things like that. And uh, Jose's been finding him in great spots, just putting it down. Um, I would like to see him shoot more. I understand that was something that he was working on the offseason. I'm sure he did, but that's not there. He's only attempted one three in that eight game span, but he's been great. Uh, before we get to fan questions, reminder that this podcast is brought to you by Company Burger and Boo. Yeah. Make sure you go check out Company Burger located at 4600 Ferret Street. Ross, let's get into some fan questions. Um, I have a couple from Instagram, so I pull up my phone. But in the meantime, you know, I've seen a lot of questions of like, "What are we going to do with Jackson Hayes? What are we going to do with the trade deadline?" So I'm I'm really interested to hear your thoughts on the trade deadline because there have been a lot of questions. Right? Are we going? Are we going to be a buyer? Are we going to be a seller? And you're at that point, right, where the playoffs obviously are a goal of this team. They have not made it under the David Griffin tenure. Um, so you know Griffin wants to get to the playoffs. Now, would it be worth it to sell the farm? Probably not, but let's get into some questions um, from Mr. High Class Ass on Instagram. That's a great name. Uh, what do y'all's midseason awards look like for the league and this team? We'll start with this team, Ross. Who, who would you say the most valuable player is to this team? And I think it's who you got. Yeah, I, well, I mean, a lot of people would probably get excited and say Herb Jones. I, I think Ingram. Ingram took it seems to be taking an additional step into like a guy that you can just go ahead and put, just put it on the paper all-star every year. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he's made, you know, I think he made an all-star team, but it's a, he's, he kind of, there's a bump. He took that bump to where now it's like, Oh yeah, no, no, no. All-star every year type, type thing. He's, he's, he's my guy. There's, there's other people you can make an argument for, but I'm gonna go the other way. I'm gonna go Jonas Valanciunas. I think so. BI has missed like seven or eight games. Jonas has been just a staple of this Mm -hmm. team. And you can even say Josh Hart. Um, both of those guys also deserve credit. So there's, there's a lot to, to go around, but J- JV, Josh Hart been just unbelievable. Um, and then who has been your biggest disappointment, uh, so far through 41 games? Uh, probably, uh, you like that? <laughs> you like that? I, I don't it probably I mean it's it's I hate to pile on the guy, probably Trey Murphy, I guess. He just has done nothing. But uh, why? Done, why Trey Murphy? Because do you think because did the hype not help him in the summer? He played he got hyped so, up pretty. He did. He, and he played really well in the summer. And I think we all thought that that would carry over at a minimum, at a minimum, as a guy that was going to be able to hang out, stretch the floor, yeah. kind of do basically what Gary Clark, at least what Gary Clark has done in these last couple of weeks. Just a guy who, at a minimum is going to be able to stand out there and just knock down some open threes, That's play 10, 15 minutes a night. The fact that he hasn't been able to give us that is, is very concerning yeah. for me. I think, and I don't think it's his, I don't think why, I don't think he's being benched because offensively he's 
I think defensively, Willie Green's like, you're not going to play defense. You're not going to be tough. You're just not going to play. So I uh, appreciate the question there. So uh, big fellow, one, two, two. Should Jose keep getting Sato's minutes? Unquestionably. It's not even close. Just what? Yeah, but like also just why? I mean, Sato's prop maybe gone at the break. Definitely gone at the end of the year. Alvarado is a like just a feisty ass, energetic guy that like you again. Go watch a pre. Go watch a pregame and and tell me how you think the rest of the team feels about Alvarado. Just go watch one. Get there. <laughs> just, or get fifteen minutes early one game and go. You tell me and you answer that question for yourself. He's just been. I don't know. I, I can't believe that he's. Props to him. Seriously, like, seriously, props to Jose Alvarado. He's awesome. I uh, appreciate the question. So, Coyote, I don't know if I'm saying. K- no, it's not Coyote. It's K Wody one. Do you think Nas shooting less and being more of a point guard like he did last night was a one-time thing or something he is trying to switch to? Ross, I'll answer this first. I'm hoping he wants to switch to it because he, as you said earlier, Ross, was really good last night. He didn't force. Did a lot of good things on the court, made a lot of the right reads. That's what you want to see more from Nikhil Alexander Walker. I think when we came into this season, we we're like, no, nah, you gotta go drop 25 a night. And I think that was the wrong, the wrong way to go about it. And, and am I saying Willie Green said that? No, I'm just thinking the perception the the well, Nas is gonna be, you know, MIP and he might be a borderline. No, we don't need you to do that. We got we got scores. Mm-hmm. We need you to make the right read, the right play, and then you know, be a catch and shoot guy. Last night he did that. He, once again, finished the game with five field goal attempts. Has to be, for the minutes he plays, has to be a season low. And I thought it was one of her, his better games. Agree. Totally agree. So agree. keep it simple for yeah. now. Like the step back stuff, just we don't need it. You don't need it. I thought, I, I really did. And, and it stood out to me last night. I, I thought getting him out and trying, I mean, part of that is is just luck, right? And, you know, he, he just is in the right spot. They miss a shot. We get him. I yeah. felt like we got him out in transition with the ball in kind of a fluid basketball situation. And, and he did, he made some great reads last night, but it, it was, you j- it just felt like he was more comfortable in that kind of free flowing system than it was. As yeah. a, and I, and I, I get really, really apprehensive about using that point guard term. Cause he's not a point guard. No, he's he never will be a point guard. No. Um, but in that kind of leading the break, having the ball, evaluating different options. I, I thought he played really well last night. So hopefully more of that to come. Yeah. Appreciate the question. Uh, Coyote. That's where I'm going to go. Uh, D3 Fife. Um, we talked about this, but what do you, what do we do with Jackson Hayes? If he keeps playing well, his value keeps going up. But what do you do with him? Well, I mean, it's got to keep playing. I know. Is he and traded? Is he gone? Is he I staying? It's, 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 now, right? we, I know we do these questions every time, and, and it's the same thing for me. If, if you want, it depends on what you want to do, right? Because we say it every time, and we use the same example every time. You want to go get a stud. You want to go get a guy who fits in. You want to go get De'Aaron Fox. You want to go get Beal. All these names that always come up, right? You want to go get one of those guys? You better have a young guy with a little bit of value that, has, that, that, that can play. It, not not a young guy that's like just got drafted that hadn't done shit. You better have somebody that can play. And so to the extent that he's playing well, yeah, that's great for us right now. It's also great for his value league wide. I don't think right now he's such a va- like there's some valuable piece that can't be moved. I, I don't like. I mean, I agree. he just isn't right. So like if the right thing comes up and somebody thinks Jackson Hayes is part of their future, I, I mean, yeah, he's gonna be gone. But I, I don't. I mean, I don't know that you're like shopping. I don't know that he's so valuable that you're like you know calling every team and like, hey, Ancient Hayes. But 
him playing well is important. It's important for him. Very it's important. important for the team, and it's important for his value. I, that, that's kind of the only way to answer that question. Fiery. I like when you get fiery like that. Well, it's just it's hard to say. Like, I mean, you've got Jonas Valanciunas who's playing it, and you got Billy who's still a level. Like, and, it's not yeah. like I don't I don't think you know Jackson Hayes is is uh, you know is, is the next uh, Wilt Chamberlain or something. Like, he can be moved, <laughs> but I like that he's playing well. Yes. Uh, it's, it's good, right? Now I'm glad you brought it. Like, we can't be so tied to all these players because sooner or later, if you want to get better than one, well, everything be can't be like a, like, what are we doing with him at the break? Like we might not do shit with him at the break. Like he's yeah. in, he's under Where's contract for, you know, whatever, Another 6 year. million bucks next year. Like, I don't know. We might just, just, like, just roll. Him. Like, I don't know when his extension deadline is or anything like that, but I mean, yeah, everything just NBA fans get so caught up in that. Like if he's not, if he's not part of the thing right now, is he gone or is he staying? It's like, I, I don't like both. He yeah. could be gone. He could also stay. <laughs> I guarantee it. <laughs> I guarantee he's either going to be gone or he's going to stay. That is for sure. So I appreciate that. Though. Yeah. Um, so let's go to Christopher on Twitter at Zion MVP 2022. Probably won't happen, Probably but not. I like your handle. Um, what, does it, uh, what does it mean that BI's, this is BI's team? BS? I don't know what that means, but um, it's Brandon Ingram's team, is what it is. He is Kingram. So yeah. um, J Mac at Cajun underscore potato. What do you think is the greatest contributing factor to the team's turnaround over the last 20 games or so? Is it BI's play? Herb's ascension as defensive stopper. Josh's improvement, aggressiveness, Willie Green coaching, something else. That's a really tough. That's so, a good J Mac. That's, that's a really, a good really question. good question. By far the best question we've got. You want to go? Uh, man, that, that's a good question. To, 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 can I can I go? You can go, I go. You go. It's to me. It's Willie Green. Gotta in be, my opinion, gotta be. Were, were you thinking the same thing? I was thinking it's got to be Green because he's he's been able to put. Uh, the, you you got to give him credit for the other stuff, right? You got to give him some credit for the Absolutely. way Ingram's playing. You got to give him some credit for incorporating Valanciunas and the new thing. You got to give him a shitload of credit for what's happening with Herb Jones. So it's like and Josh Hart. Josh yeah. Josh Hart came out on JJ Reddick's yeah. podcast last week and said, you know, play. He he's shown me so many things to improve my game. Yeah. It's Willie. Yeah, Willie Green is the best hire of this yeah. franchise in a nailed, really, really nailed, long nailed time. Nailed the head coach. I'm, like we nailed it. When's the last time we nailed a head coach? I don't know. Not like was know. was Monty? Like I don't even I love remember Monty. The, like, like, was, I don't remember if that was like oh we nailed that one though. I think it was like oh we got a guy like we got Monty. I mean we got a guy. I mean he's been incredible. Yeah, he has changed. It, you know, Willie Green has changed the culture. Yeah, I want that to be. I want everyone yeah. to make sure Willie Green. Yeah. Has changed the culture. Oh, 100%. No. Coaching matters. Completely agree. Yep. He's been. Um, Good question. J Mag. He's yeah. been a long, he's been a, a long time OG follower. Good for him. We go, we, me Good and him question. go back and forth. I got major respect for him, yeah. though. Yeah. Um, so now, appreciate your question, J Mag. You can go follow me at Cajun underscore potato. So, Peter W at W with a lot of numbers. Uh, do you think that the talent is more evenly distributed in the NBA this year compared to past years when the West was clear ahead of the East, Ross? Uh, yeah, I think so. I, I, I mean, well, you got some injuries that are kind of, you know, I mean, when you look at it, obviously the Nets doing, you know, getting Harden, getting, getting, uh, you know, Durant yeah. off the Warriors, Harden off the Rockets. I think those guys going to the Nets, they're mm-hmm. obviously a really good team. The Bucks are a really good team. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, I mean, the Lakers have had some injuries. Uh, Paul George has been hurt. Kawhi Leonard's been out for the whole year. Um, 
Doncic seems like he's been in and out of the lineup. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, that's, there have been a lot of injuries. That's a tough question. There's a lot of COVID shit where guys are missing a, like a week and a half and teams are losing game. I mean, I still think top to bottom, the West is probably, I mean, the West is better. Um, yes. But top it's to bottom, not, yes. it's not as bad. I mean, I feel like there was a few years back where it's like, fuck these sucks. Like this, the six through eight seeds were a joke, but I, mean, the Bulls, I think seeds. the bulls made some, have made some great. Do you think moves. the bulls are for real? I think they have a good team. I do. I think Levine is a really good player. Really uh, good player. I like, I've always liked um, uh, the center whose name is escaping me for some weird reason right now. Uh, uh, Vucevic. Vucevic yeah. I've always liked him as a player. I think getting DeRozan was, was a big get. He's a guy that makes a difference. He can handle, he can just do a little bit of everything. He can score. Um, Lonzo's obviously shooting the ball pretty well for him. Um, they're, yeah. I don't know that they're like for real in terms of championship, but they're a really good team. The Nets are good. The Bucks are good. Yeah. The Celtics are kind of, uh, I mean, they're, they're sort of, I think they, they need to like probably think about shaking that roster up. I think if the 76ers, if you know, if Ben Simmons was playing, they're kind of right back in that same mix. So it, it look, it, it's not a, I mean, the Hawks are the same thing. They're dealing with some injuries, but yeah, it's not a runaway like it was a few years ago. Where right. You had like one good team and you had Cleveland when they had LeBron and then everybody else was dog shit. Yeah. Um, so let's go to the, you know, appreciate all y'all's questions, guys. Uh, last thing before we wrap it up, Ross. So, versus LA at home, then at Brooklyn, at Boston, at New York, then Pacers at home, then at Philly. Big stretch here coming up, one and a half out. Um, Got to take care of business tomorrow. But you look at that stretch between Brooklyn, Boston, New York, you have no clue if Kyrie's going to play or not. I, I, I saw a report today like he may or may not, but I don't know what's going on. At Boston's a winnable game. They're yeah, a good you- team. They're, that's a winnable game. And I think the Knicks is a winnable game. I think you got to win both games at home and, and win one of those three on the road. No, so Brooklyn, so it's at Brooklyn, at Boston, at New York. I know, but you said we got we got the Clippers at home, and then it's at Brooklyn, at Boston, New York. Right, and then and then the Pacers at home. Okay, yeah, you got so over no that, doubt you take yeah, over that. If five you can go three and two here, it's a win. I think you got to win one of those games on the road. Just win one. You're going to beat the the Clipper. Well, you should beat the Clippers. You're a better team than the Clippers right now. Yes, much better team than Clippers. I think if you can, you should win that one. And then if you can win one of those three on the road and then come back home and, and try to take care of the, the Pacers. Pacers are, I like the Pacers. They're a solid little team. You can, you can still win at home, though. Yeah, should, um, should, should win that game. Yeah, for sure. So anything, uh, any final remarks? No, no. Great, good, good, good g- quality week. Even good though we didn't, week, you know, we yes. lost some games, but it was a good week for the Pels. Yes. I felt like. So we'll be back on Sunday um, to recap the Clippers and Nets game and then preview the Boston Celtics, which is a Martin Luther King game. It is being played at 11.30 a.m. I'm guessing that is going to be. Why? Why? It's great. Kid well, matinee? Midday game on a Monday? <laughs> on a motherfucking Monday. That sounds fantastic. I don't know about that. I, I like primetime games. Um, as always, you can follow us on Twitter or Instagram at Talk. If you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, make sure you do that. It helps us out. Uh, shout out, by the way, Coded Collection here wearing the 504 gear. We got T-shirts on the website, not on Herb, Pels 12 versus the World, and one other T-shirt in the making. Hello. Very excited about it. A lot it. of not on Herb shirts in the, in, the, in the blender last night. A bunch. Shout out to all those. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to the fans. Really, That's really awesome. Y'all, y'all are awesome. Yeah. The, the not on Herb shirts, Ross, have been. Incredible. Incredible. We run a T-shirt shop now. It's been pretty. <laughs> yeah. so, by the way, sorry for all the delays. I, I just don't know how to run a T-shirt shop. I'm learning. Just like I didn't know how to do podcasts, but we're learning it now. That's what we do here. Um, Joined by Ross, Stephen O. Stephen offers out. By the way, Stephen has COVID, so I hope you feel better, brother. Um, And y'all be safe out there. Thanks for everything. And we will see you on Sunday. 